You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. Hebrews 11 and 3 is faith. That's the major word. And I want you to notice that in Hebrews 11 and 1, it gives a definition of faith. Now, this is not the only definition of faith in the Bible, but this is the definition that the Hebrew writer wanted us to know and to receive. Notice this definition of faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. A two-part definition. First part. Now, faith is the substance. Something I can touch. Something I can feel. The substance of things hoped for. Simple definition of hope. I want you to receive. It's real simple. To hope is to desire And expect something. Just that simple. You you desire and expect something. And that's what you call hope. Let's break it down even more. I don't have a thousand dollars on me. But I desire and expect a thousand dollars that I can keep on me all the time. I desire and expect what I don't have. That's what hope is. You have a desire as well as an expectation. Now, the world would say that the definition of hope is just desiring something. You're hoping for that. But see, but see, as a Christian, we don't leave it at just hoping for it. Because we serve a God that can give us our heart's desire. So we not only desire it, we Expected. Who, good God, we don't only desire it, we, we don't only desire it, we act. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. But then the second part of the definition says the 
evidence of things not seen. Evidence means proof or sign of something. But notice, but notice the evidence of things not seen. There is no evidence that I can look at. What I'm hoping for, there is no evidence just looking that, that, that says to me, I'm going to get it. I said, there is no evidence me just looking that says I'm going to get it. I want the thousand dollars in my pocket, but, but I'm looking. And so it, it is no evidence just looking that it's going to happen. But see, as a child of God, I don't walk by sight. So I'm not going to allow the fact that I don't see it to say to me that it ain't going to happen. Say to your neighbor, I, I, I know I don't see but I ain't going to let what I don't see tell me that it ain't going to happen. You may not see your healing when you look at the report, but you can't say just based upon what you see that it's not going to happen. Oh, you, you can't do that as a, as a child of God. There is no evidence, there is no proof that what I am expecting is going to come into being. But, but, and, and if I were a sinner, if I were a worldly person, I would just conclude that I'm not going to possess it. It's not going to happen for me. But because I am a child of God, I have been told that I am not to walk by sight, but to live by faith. Ooh, somebody ought to be getting happy by now. Say to your neighbor, I don't see it. But I, that, that don't mean it ain't going to happen. Matter of fact, it is going to happen if, if God unordained for me to have it. You can't stop me from receiving what God has ordained for me to have. You can't stop me from possessing what God done ordained to come my way. Good measure press down, shake together and running over. Look at the verse again. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. See, you just can't look at something and say it ain't no way. You just can't close the book just because the report says it's over. Because it ain't truly over until God closed the book. And God hadn't closed the book. I said God hadn't closed the book. Some of y'all ain't getting happy about it, but I'll shout if I have to shout by myself. I'll leap for joy if I have to leap by myself. Dance if I have to dance by myself. He ain't closed the book. That means healing is still real. That means blessings are still flowing. That means he's still doing what he promised he would do. 
I got to show you something before I move on. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Verse 9. I love this verse. And Paul uses it to encourage the Corinthians. Notice what he says here in 1 Corinthians 2 and 9. I have not seen. Woo! Ear. Nor ear heard. Nor have entered into the heart of man. The things which God has prepared for who? Those who love him. We can basically say his children. What hadn't seen? I. I hadn't seen. That means God going to do for you what you can't see with your natural eyes. Why? Because you love him. I said because you love him. Yeah, because she magnified me Sunday in and Sunday out. I'm going to do what her money can't do. I'm going to do what her job can't do. I'm going to do for her what she been wishing for for years. Why? Because she loved me. When you love God, you'll praise him. When you love God, you will live him up. When you love God, you will send up some Judah. When you love God, you will get out of your bed, come to church and give him the glory, honor, and the praise. When you love God, you won't rob him. You will give him his tithes and offering. When you ask somebody for me, do you love God? I love him, but I ain't perfect. God ain't asking you to be perfect. He is asking you to love him. He is asking you to commit yourself to him. He is asking you to open up your mouth and give him the praise. He is asking you to put your hand together and give him the glory. High five two folks and tell them, I know I love God. And that's the reason God going to do for me what my eyes hadn't seen. That's the reason God going to do for me what ain't visible. I can touch it, but I don't have on me what it's going to take to get it. But God has the power to give me exactly what I desire. God has the power to open up the heavens, pour me out a blessing, and I don't even have room to put it. There are a whole lot of things I can't do in my own strength. But I am so glad that I serve a God that has promised me that I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make you the head, not the tail. You're going to live above only and never beneath. And by the way, Walker, when you step in the city, I'm going to bless you. Then when you go back to Hewlett of the country, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless you on the north, south, east, and west. Matter of fact, I'm going to bless you in seven ways faith is the substance of things hopeful the evidence of things not safe 
child of God be walking around like I, 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 I don't see it. But I know it's going to happen. Woo! I know it's going to happen. You know what I love about God? Sometimes God will, will give you a feeling. I said sometimes he'll give you a feeling. I don't see it, but in my spirit, I don't see it. But that is a knowing on the inside of me. This getting ready to happen. I know my credit ain't that good. I know I ain't got no money in the bank. I know on paper I shouldn't get it. But down on the inside of me, I just believe what God promised. He said he would give me my heart's desire. He said in blessing me, he would bless me with things I have not seen so I just believe for July hit that I'm going to be in my heart's desire. I just believe before July 4th hit I'm going to be celebrating. Where did I get July from? God must be getting ready to bless somebody before July even hit. Let me go ahead and claim that blessing right. I said let me go ahead and claim that blessing right. Now faith is the substance of things. What? Hope for. The evidence of things not seen. Mr. Walker, we can't do it for you based upon this right here. I want to show you. See, this is the reason we can't do it based upon this. I have been told that so many times I ain't even got fingers. But despite what the professionals say, guess who showed up and showed out? I said, guess who showed up and showed out? I was looking at it. My mind goes back to where I was looking at all of the plaques, the certificates, and so forth that the vice president of the bank had on his wall when he told us, we ain't going to be able to help you. But if you come back in 10 years, we, we'll be able to help you. Now, if I would have just been looking at all them certificates, all them schools that he had went through, I, I would agree with him. But no, I know what God said. And see, what you have to understand is that despite what you see, despite what you're being told, if God has promised you that he was going to do something, God will bring it to pass. And I'm just going to tell you a little bit of why. God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Has he not said it? Will he not make it good? Will he not bring it to pass? Let me put my little... My little saying on top of it. Can't nobody but nobody but nobody do you like Jesus. I don't care what you're going through. Can't nobody but nobody but nobody do you like Jesus. Tell somebody for me. Expect God to do what you what you can't do on your own. Now faith is the substance of things. The evidence of things not 
And Romans 1 and 17 closes out the verse by saying this right here. The just shall live by faith. Again, Romans 1 and 17 closes out by saying the just shall live by faith. I need to live hoping for what I do not see. No evidence of it. But I'm still expecting it to happen. Doctors say ain't nothing we can do. I'm still expecting for it to happen. All that money they got in the bank and they can't even give give me such and such. I'm still expecting it to happen. Oh, you don't want to cook me no cake? I'll get it somewhere else because I'm expecting it to happen. Oh, I wonder how many folk in here you expecting something to happen. You ain't got the means to get it on your own. Listen to this. As children of God, We need to understand contextually or according to Hebrews 11 and 3 the first two words of that verse. If we are just and the just live by faith before we even get into the meat of Hebrews 11 and 3 we need to understand The first two words, by faith, by faith, by, because of, or by means of. And just let that stick in your mind. Because of, because of faith, because of faith. Let's break because of faith. That that means that faith has the ability to cause something or some things to happen by faith. Because of faith. By means of faith. I can't do it naturally, but by means of faith. I can't move it literally, but because of faith. You got to understand, faith has the power to do things that you can't literally do. Don't ever limit yourself, child of God, to what you can do literally 
and think if you can't do it literally, it can't be done. Because God ordained for you not to just live by what you can do literally, but by what you can do by faith. See, you got children of God, when they see they can't do it literally, they back off. And what that says about them, the only thing they living by is literal means or sight. But see, the primary thing God ordained for you to live by is faith. I said the primary thing God ordained for you to live by is faith. And if that's the primary thing God ordained for a child of God to live by, that means we need to have a vast understanding. Of faith. You don't need to know a little bit about faith. You need to know all that the Bible has to say about faith. Especially if you're going to live by it. Because there's some folks that think they got to live by what a man has prescribed. And if what the man has prescribed don't work, that they're in trouble. The devil is a liar. Who more powerful, a man or God? God said live by faith. I know what that man said. But he's just telling you what he knows. But he is limited. If God said live by faith, that means that faith can produce more than the literal. Because faith is so powerful that according to Hebrews 11 and 3, it was faith that framed the world. You mean faith can do something that big? Walker, you trying to tell me faith, that faith is, is the thing that calls oceans? To manifest. You mean to tell me when I look up and see that sky or what is called the first heaven that it was faith? How in the world can we limit ourselves to living by just the literal of what we see when faith is so powerful? We don't understand faith the way we need to. Y'all are like, I ain't talking Bible. I'm all in Hebrews 11 and 3. But because of how y'all looking, I'm going to have to read it one more time. Yeah, because some of y'all looking spooky. Like faith more powerful. Than... Look, look at this verse. How many believe the Bible? Look at this verse right here. Hebrews 11 and 3. By, help me. We what? That the worlds were what? By what? So then faith comes by. And hearing by what? The The word of God framed 
the worlds. When he talks about the world, it, it not only includes the oceans, the trees, the animals, and so forth. It also includes people. People are considered a part of the cosmos. So when he talks about framing the world, he, he's talking about everything that is within the earth as well as the heavens. We what? Understand. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. If, if we really grasp how powerful faith was, we wouldn't depend on sight the way we do. We wouldn't depend on a paycheck the way we do. Because some folks, if, if they see that their paycheck ain't going to be able to do it, they, they're just quick to say, I can't do it. I can't afford it. But when you understand how powerful faith is, you be like, I'm just waiting on God to show up and show out. You going? Yeah. You got the money? I'm just waiting on God to show up and show out. Because if he provided for the Philippians, he'll provide for me. If he provided for Peter, he'll provide for me. How do you know that? He's no respecter of person. By faith, we understand. The antithesis, or one antithesis of understand is ignorance. And see, some of us, because we don't understand faith, we think, talk, and do ignorant. Oh. You know, there's not, not one amen. I didn't get not one amen. You're right. I'm glad I don't need your amen. We act as if we don't understand the power of faith. Even though we hear testimony after testimony. I just gave you a testimony about how we got this church. It wasn't because the bank was just so excited to give us the money. No, they didn't give us the money. We got turned down. And basically was told, you can leave now. And I don't want to see you no more until 10 years. That was basically what, he, he was nice about it, but that was basically it. But within seven years of when we were supposed to go back to see him, before the 10 years, we, had, we not only had the church, it was paid for. Hold, hold your clap. But if we would have gave up on what was literally said, we wouldn't be in it. Why you didn't give up? Because we believe that faith or God's word could do what man say couldn't be done. You have to ask yourself the question, can God do for you 
what your check can't do. Can't God do for you what folks say can't be done? Now, if it's in line with his will, in line with his written and revealed word, God will surely bring it to pass. I mean, I understand. But you have to grasp the power of faith. Faith frame the world. Yeah. God just simply said, let there be light. That was light. What, what he spoke caused tangible things to come into existence. Let me, let me show you something. John, the first chapter. Oh, Lord, I got to hurry. Y'all, y'all go that way. John, John, the first chapter. Lord of mercy. I can't run. I got to run. <laughs> but thank you, though. John 1 and 1. In the beginning was the... In the what? No, in the what? Begin. The beginning is a reference to creation. When God created things. In the beginning was the word and the word was with. And the word was what? He was in the beginning with. Then he goes on to say, he or the word was in the beginning with God. That's basically what it's saying, right? Verse 3. All things were made through him or the word. Because the word became flesh and we call the word Jesus. Right? And that's according to uh, uh, the 14th verse here in John 1. But I'm not going to read that. But notice again, he was in the beginning with God. Verse 3, all things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was what? See, everything was made by the word. See, that's the reason when God speaks something in our hearing, we never take it for granted. Because what he speaks has, you holding on? Creative power. When he speaks better, the word has power to bring better into existence. But if you're rejecting the word, guess what? It ain't going to happen to you. That's the reason you have to embrace the word so the creative power of God can bring to fruition what was spoken. Remember, let there be light. What happened? Light came. Let there be land to divide the waters. Nothing but water out there, but when he said, let land come to divide it. And then all of a sudden, land started dividing That's the reason you have a bank before you get in the river. That's the reason you have a beach before you step into the ocean. Because God spoke it into existence. Even before a place of refuge came into being, God spoke it into existence. Even before you connected with Pastor Walker, God spoke it into existence. 
you're looking for a church and then all of a sudden God said this is the place you are to be this is where I want you You have to understand that, that God's word still causes things to come into being. I got to quote Malachi 3 and 6 again. God changes not. And let me bring in Hebrews 13 and 8. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Or if Jesus Christ is the word, we can say the word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And of course, Jesus backed it up when he said in Matthew 24 and 35, heaven and earth shall pass, but not what? My word. Not my word. And that's the reason when Jesus was before the people, he said, I came in the volume of the book. Why? To fulfill God's will. In other words, he would let them know, I'm coming with the word. I'm coming with what has been written, but I'm also coming with revelation. John understood it. That's the reason when he penned the book of Revelation, he talked, he, he specifically talked about how it was the revelation of Jesus Christ. A revealing of what was going to take place. Even back in the Old Testament, the writers, the prophets, and so forth understood it. That's the reason they penned scriptures like Amos 3 and 7. Surely the Lord God will do nothing. Why? Unless he reveal what? His secrets. His plans. What he is going to do in the earth to his servants. Who? The prophets. Anointed prophet, somebody that will believe what does saith God and will stand flat-footed and preach it. Somebody that believes what does saith God and even though they may be criticized for telling the truth, they are going to speak what does saith God because when you speak truth, somebody's life going to be changed. Somebody going to be made free. Somebody going to become better because the truth will make you free. Am I talking right let me go on good God from Zion let's deal with let's deal with Hebrews 11 and 3 as we continue let's deal with the latter part of it look at what he says by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible again he made them by the word let there be. See, some of us, the reason you bless is because of the word. There you are. There you are. And, and, and I'm not saying you're not an intelligent person. I'm not saying you don't have it going on. You do have it going on. But if you would be honest, some things that you possess, the only reason you have those things is because God showed up and did what you couldn't do. Some of us, if God tell us it's the season that we are going to get such and such, you automatically start walking in that. And before the season is over, you are walking in, driving, staying in, or what have you, what God spoke. Look at this. This is so powerful. 
You got to get this before I move on. Because if you don't get this, you, you show ain't going to get scriptures. I'm, I'm going to reference to this. You're going to have them Google eyes if you don't get this. I need you to have, I got it in your eyes. When, when, when. Look at this. By faith, we understand the words were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which what? Are visible. That means God can do for you or is doing for us what he did in the beginning. Let there be light and that was what? Again, when we reference John 1, 1 through 3, everything that was made was made by the word. And without the word was nothing made that was made. Heal. And then the next thing you know, you walk, God said, I'm healed. You walk in that, guess what's going to happen? Heal. Rich. Some folk don't like you to say that in church. Even though it's Bible, they be like, oh, Lord, there you go with that word rich. What, what you want to change it for? Why you want to change it? We're going to let you change it. Okay, okay. Proverbs 10 and 22 says, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich. Now, what you want to, how you want to change You don't want me to say rich, so what you want to put down? What you want to put down? Is God blessing you? Yes. That means you're going to be? Rich. If you're not already, what? Rich. That preacher over there be talking about folk being rich. And you're right. But make sure you add that he got a scripture to back it up. The blessing of the Lord makes one? Rich. And if God is truly doing what he promised, blessing folk... How come you're not going to be rich? Rich being productive in every aspect of your life. That's number one. But rich also means you're going to have money in your pocket. All the time. That means if you want something, that means you can go and get it and not just keep looking at it. That's what you call rich. Some of y'all got a problem with that. I hate when them preachers talk. Well, I'm going to talk about it. I ain't going to tell you no lie. I'm going to talk about it. If he didn't want me to talk about it, he wouldn't have put it in the Bible. And I'm not one of them preachers that's going to allow folks... Or what folks say... To stop me from telling the truth. God in scripture calls folks who didn't have nothing to be made rich. Calls widows who were on the the verge of being bankrupt. To turn around and become entrepreneurs. And run mega businesses, get this, out of their own homes. 
woman on the verge of bankruptcy and she said the good God what in the world I'm, I know what I'm going to do I'm going to call the prophet of God and get a word prophet came and just spoke a word to the woman and the woman believed the word and the prophet just said look what you got in the house well I ain't got nothing but a little oil and I got this that and that look I want you to get the oil and then I want you to go to your neighbors tell them you need some pans you need some balls you need something you can put this all in and then you come back to your house house turned into a business shut the door and get your son in there because it's going to take more than you pouring this oil and stuff. And y'all start pouring the oil. And when you pour the oil, you take what you done poured and you go and you sell it. Go do business. And whatever you have left, you live on that. That's in the Bible. And it happened because somebody believed the word. They had a desire to get out of the predicament they were in and they were expecting it to happen because of the word. And see, when you tell folks like this, they just hadn't been taught. They don't, they don't understand. You have to rightly divide the word. You have to be led by the spirit of God to speak truth. And when truth is spoken and folk receive truth, they're going to be made free. I want to see God's folks rich, productive in every aspect of their lives. Do you? By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things that are visible. God takes his word and causes to come into pass what he desires. I'm finna drop some stuff on you. In my clothes. You ready? Isaiah 55. Lord have mercy. Woo Jesus. If you ain't got it by now. You ain't gonna be ready for this scripture. If you got it by now. You finna get more happy. You're going to get a little bit more happier. You better hold your chair. You're going to get so happy on this scripture. You better hold it. Because it's going to hit you. And somebody like, hit me, Jesus. Hit me, Lord. Isaiah 55 and 11. Notice what he prophesied. And you know, prophecy is for the present, future. Well, the near future and distant future, right? So he was speaking to the people of his day, the people that would be in the near future, and he's speaking to us, people in the distant future. Look at Isaiah 55 and 11. This is what he says on God's behalf. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. God's messengers are his mouthpiece. 
Listen to this. It shall not return to me void or empty. But it shall accomplish what? What I please. Walker, I want better to happen for the church. So you send the word. Who going to stop God's word from, from causing better to happen to you? Nobody but you. With your mean self, God trying to get something to you, and you mean? You need to quit being that mean. God trying to get better into your hand, and you need better. I don't know if it's for me or not. You need to quit being so mean and ignorant. And just go ahead and receive the word. Look at this right here. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return unto me what? It shall accomplish what I? And it shall prosper in the thing which I what? If he sends a word for you to have better and you quit being ignorant and mean, you're going to be better. Does this sound like I'm fussing? Do it sound like I'm being mean? Okay. I'm trying to make sure so I can stay in that vein for a minute. You don't need to be ignorant or mean when God says stuff like this or, or reject the word. See, he's going to send for what he wants his people to have. But they ain't saying that. Over, it don't matter what they're saying over there. It's what God is saying here. But it shouldn't be no... Hey, look. God puts... Shepherds over different congregations. If this is what God ordained for you to feed from, you eat it. And just walk there in. Notice what he said. He, he said it, it's going to do what he wants it to do. So that means if folks don't want you to do better, because God wants you to do better, you're going to do better. Listen to this. I'm not going to the scripture, but but Paul had folk that that would that were fighting the word that he was preaching to the point to where Paul had to tell him, "Look, you hurting your own self. You you are you are hurting your own self by rejecting what God specifically wants you to receive." He says, it's going to do what I please. And, and see, I love that. He says, it's not going to return unto me void. Let's read better. Show up on a sad evening. Why? Because God will drop it where he want to drop it. You know, if anybody just, just talking about tax bills, just all of a sudden drop, drop in a, in a man's spirit. Look, just go down now and, and catch a fish. And when you catch the fish, open up the fish mouth and there's going to be enough money in there for you to pay your taxes. Just on a dime, he did that. And, and Peter, Peter walked in the word that he received, went down now and caught one fish. Peter didn't argue, he didn't complain, he didn't say, what in the world? No, he just went and did it. And that's how we need to be about the word. When you hear it, just walk in the word and expect God to do what he said. 
Don't turn into no theologian. You trying to figure out, you trying to talk yourself out of God doing for you what he done reveal he wants to do. What is good teaching? It's good teaching. Yeah, it is. I got to show you a couple of more scriptures. If God is going to do according to Hebrews 11 and 3, he is going to continue to cause what we see to come into being. Well, if he's going to continue to cause things to come into being by his word, that means God is going to do the impossible. Let me read that verse one more time. I don't want to throw you. Latter part of Hebrews 11 and 3. Y'all hold on. I'm finna close with this. Hebrews 11 and 3. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are what? Were not made of things which are what? They were made by what? The word. If he's going to continue to cause things to come into being by the spoken word, about his word, that means... In layman terms, that God is going to do impossible things. You agree? Let me show you something. That you need to really get in your being and keep it there. Let's start in the book of Matthew, the 19th chapter. Woo, Jesus. Somebody ought to be feeling God by now. What do you mean? You ought to just feel the presence of God. All over your being. Matthew nineteen twenty six, And you can read this story, but I want you to get what he said in this 26th verse. Jesus looked at them and said to them, with men, this is impossible. Say to your neighbor, it's just certain thing men can't do. And I don't care if it's an ignorant man, educated man, or whatever. It don't matter. And that's the reason he, he, did, he didn't just say uneducated, poor, or rich. He just said, with who? Is what? You got to get in your head that with your doctor, certain things are just impossible. You trust folks, but you don't trust nobody fully but God. That's the reason Proverbs 3 and 5 says, trust the Lord with all your heart. Never tells you to trust a person fully. The only one you should fully trust is God. You trust that doctor. Yeah. You trust the doctor by going to see him. But when that doctor crossed the line and tell you it can happen, hey, doc. Now, I, I took the shot. And I've been taking these pills, but you done crossed the line now. Now you all right when you, that pill did pretty good, but now you talking about I ain't going to never be healed? Oh, dog, I can't go there with you. Why? Because you are limited. With men, it is what? That means men are limited. But look at it, look at it, he continues. But with God. Boy, this makes you shout right here. How many things? All 
of what? The word possible means doable. That means God can do anything save fail. God questions people that question his, his omnipotence. He revealed to Abraham, said, you know what? Your wife going to have a baby. Abraham was, was, was a hundred. Around a hundred and she was 90 and, and uh, everything had just dried up in the girl. As well as her husband. And so Sarah responds when God said you're going to have a baby. Sarah responds with this right here. Shall I have pleasure? See, she knew that, that it wasn't just going to be she was going to have no baby. She said, shall I have pleasure with my Lord and a child? And she started laughing. And God said, Sarah, why you laugh? Is there anything too hard for me? Because see what God was going to do? He was going to restore her youth. I said he was going to restore her youth. He was going to start making work what had ceased. Get this, because of the natural process. So he was going to cause the supernatural to happen to reverse the natural process. See, God is the only one that, that after they done shut the book, that'll show up and tell them, open the book back up. Why? Because every door that God shuts can't be opened. But on the other hand, every door that man shut, God has the power to open. Woo, good God from Zion. Last scripture. Let's go to the book of Mark. I hope y'all wasn't offended by what I said. I'm just telling you what the Bible say. Well, I don't believe in the impossible. Well, I'm, I'm just giving you the Bible. Now, this is basically the same thing, but, but look, look at what he says here in Mark 10 and 27. Jesus looked at them and said, With men it is what? But not with. For with God. Or what? With God all things are. He had to constantly say to his disciples the same thing. Why? Because the sayings of God are hard for some people to, to understand or to grasp. I done took almost an hour trying to put this in you. I pray you understand it. I done broke down and, and went here and there. How many understand? What's more powerful than the literal? Faith. Because the worlds were framed by faith or the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Thank you for listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. Please stop by our website for more information on our church at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org.
Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly.